Hello and welcome back to In The Mix with Gatekeeper Media. We took a small break from Worlds. Uh, we figured there was enough people chatting about it and there was enough excitement. It was a long week that you didn't need to hear from us. So here we are catching you up on GMC. My name is Nick Hansen and alongside me I have Isaac Goldblatt. How you doing today? Howdy folks. It's great to be back with you. Very glad to have a rest. We were working very hard through Worlds. And GMC was a very fun event. I, I love being up in the Northeast. It's great to be home, and it's great to see the this fall foliage. Yeah, the colors really started to change as we've been up here over the last week and a half. Um, and the event up there was a very special one. It's on a great property. Um, but first, let's get into a little something we got for them. Hey, yeah, let so me So the tell crew you. is going down under, and let's see what we got, Isaac. Yeah, going down under. We got a fresh box of disc here. We haven't even gotten to really take a peek at yet. Ooh. But these goodies, whoo, some fresh stamps, some fresh stamps. See them both ways. And these discs, well, let's see. We have some all different types of molds. They're going to be up on our, our shop, gatekeepermedia.com slash shop. And the, the fundraising of... Each of these discs oh, supports us getting over there, plane tickets, the, the our food, any everything while we're going to be over there. Lodging, we're, all those things. Yeah, so. Nick's going to be in the coverage on our, our round one, so check out these these discs up on the on the site. Very sick. So right now we have Millennium on the way, and we have Innova in the store, so make sure you check them out. Um, these two that I pulled out feel very good, and these ones actually might go in my bag. So, so you we'll may not see. see those. There's some pretty tasty ones in there, so make sure you get your hands on one and support us. And when you do, we really appreciate it. But let's get into it. So, uh, GMC, uh, we're at Smuggler's Notch Disc Golf Center. Uh, tell us a little about, bit about the courses, Isaac. So we're going to be playing on two courses, uh, two prime courses that actually in 2023 will be the host of Worlds. Uh, we will be playing on Fox Run Meadow and Brewster Ridge. On days one and three is Brewster's Ridge and two and four, the final day, will finish on Fox Run Meadows. These courses are excellent, can, like going well with each other. They... Uh, Bruce's Ridge is definitely in the more wooded course. There's more tight shots. You're going to have to be more specific with your shot selection. Uh, and then Fox Meadows is a bit more open, and you're going to have the picturesque views of the Green Mountains. You're going to have the stock pro shots that everybody needs to be able to complete. OB was much more well-contained, but if you get off too rough, you're going to have to have select shots to get back in the fairway and have fighting contention. Yeah, I think that's a really good description of both courses. Uh, my opinion throughout the week was it was um, very much like a, I would say, landing zone-driven courses um, because there's plenty of landing zones to land to get up and down the holes to get birdies. Um, but if you got off the fairway, you were often finding yourselves in trouble and it wasn't always requiring a distance driver off the tee, at least at Brewster Ridge. Now, um, Brewster's Ridge definitely was, you should disc down to manage your, your shots. 
many there's many specific holes that yeah like you have said have landing zones that will set you up for a better birdie opportunity if you set it in that specific spot where if you go distance driver you may push through the woods go off in the ob go off where you didn't intend for these skips to happen because the elevation does change here pretty quickly yeah um, so getting into our MPO coverage for the uh, weekend, uh, the main storyline I would say that was out there was Ricky saying, um, or during his interview, talking about how one tournament didn't make you, you know, the best player in the world. Um, he talked about, you know, basically him versus Paul and, you know, Paul winning his sixth title, which is awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Um, but Ricky basically saying, you know, I know he won Worlds, but I'm still the best player in the world. I mean, he's coming out. He wants to make a statement. It leaves a bitter feeling in your mouth after Ricky did so well at DDO, didn't have the same finish that he wanted at Worlds. So he's going to have to come guns blazing and show what he's worth. You know, yeah, I respect comments like that. He is obviously currently the rated the highest player in the world. So it mm -hmm. is fair that he can make those statements. And, you know, over the years so far, his plate has really showed that. So. You know, let's see what you can do this weekend. Yeah, certainly. So starting out uh, round one is going to be at Bruce's Ridge. And Ricky didn't actually come as close as Paul did round one. Paul shot the, the 10 down at 10.69, following with a 9 down would be Ricky Wysocki, Greg Barsby, Kevin Jones, Isaac Robinson, and Chris Dickerson. Chris Dickerson being your 2022 winner trying to come back and repeat a back-to-back -back. yeah we also had you know five or six players at eight under par after uh round one uh notable mentions matty orham uh colt montgomery casey white so a you know a stacked field here at the top within three strokes of the lead after day one uh hole 14 was or hole 15 sorry was playing the hardest uh 0.33 over par which I felt like some of the holes might play a little harder, but it just shows you how good our competition is out here that, you know, it's par or better is what you need to be scoring on, even these difficult, very difficult courses we're playing. Mm -hmm. Now, Brewster's Ridge is definitely a immaculate. It's actually ranked, I think it's 6 out of 10 on the top 10 list of destination courses, of courses that people go to see. Um and for very reasons that these pros are, are ripping it up and still like having a tough time, like it gives you a good challenge and it's worth worth coming to see. Uh, also worth seeing is uh, an ace, an ace on hole 16, Scott Withers. He had a ripping uh, forehand down there. That that's a that's a nice ace. If you get the nice turnout, probably probably dipped right in there. There's a few guardian, big guardian trees that that must have been pretty sick. Yeah, it's that'd be a great, great ace to have under your belt. But getting into hole or round two, um, Ricky um, finds himself the lead after round two with a nice eleven under, uh, ten eighty one rated. Yeah, going over to Fox Run Meadows, um, definitely showing off the reason why he's been a four time champion here. Freaking pushing it uh, underneath uh, Ricky is going to be Isaac Robinson with a ten down. Paul still shooting pretty hot with a, a an eight down. That's gonna put him at eighteen down overall, two strokes under Ricky. Uh, notable mentions underneath are gonna be Aaron Gossage shot a ten down, uh, pushing himself back up, 
Uh, we have Chris Dickerson, Matty O, and Bradley Williams all up at the top. Yeah, when we had um, Isaac on our card for that second round, and what a pleasure that was to watch. Honestly, he's been an upcomer this year. He won the Idlewild Open, really showing his 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 breakout performance. His putting is something else. I mean, he's he's quick. He he's efficient. And he shows the reason why he's up at the top. Yeah, I would say he is one of the faster players on tour. Um, but really just getting it done, though, even with that quick play. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hardest hole in the course for uh, Fox, no surprise here, hole 18 at point six one over par. Yeah, that's a, that's a long finishing hole. It's pretty iconic if you've ever seen the 2018 uh, Worlds. Greg Barsby takes it down. That's his first yeah. Champ love, baby. And uh, also on uh, day two, we got an ace, uh, hole 15. That's uh, also a forehand, I believe, by uh, Thomas Gilbert. That's a, a tougher, I think, a flex shot he must have put on. I'm not positive. I'm not sure on that one. I just know I saw the picture floating around. Yeah, yeah. I can't t- say what type of shot it was, but Thomas Gilbert definitely has some, some magic there and put it in the bucket. I think any... I mean, any of those holes out there to ace those, you know, the short ones are the ones you have to get at this level, but. But both the ones that were aced are not short ones. They're mighty fine uh, long holes that they're, they're showing why these pros, they still got it. They, they got it and they're, they're showing up. Um, All right, let's get on to hole or round three there. On, uh, on to round three, we still have Ricky Wysocki in the lead. Uh, shooting the second hottest round, uh, an 11 down, which is a 1070. Chris Dickerson is fighting back up, showing why he knows this course so well. Hottest round uh, on a 12 down. That's a 1078. Uh, back at Bruce Ridge, that's, that's super impressive. Like shooting through these woods is like the the East Coast Northern Woods golf. Like this is iconic. Yeah, 12 down. I mean. Because you figure he probably maybe had one bogey or two, but uh, even that, like, getting that many birdies out there, there's just so many trees in the way. There's too many trees in the way, and if you're making all your lines, then it's pretty impressive. Oof. We're going to have uh, Matty O under that with an 11 down. He's going to be 26 down through three rounds. Paul McBeth gets knocked down to chase card. We're going to be seeing him uh, round four seven strokes off the lead. Bradley Williams and Gannon Burr also will be on the chase card, followed by Linus Carlson, who shot an eight down round three. Yeah, so during round three, I would hope some of you have seen it already, but we had some fireworks in, during the round. Uh, whole 11 saw some eagles. Uh, we had one on our card out of Matty O. Yeah, that, that, that Matty O shot was definitely very sick. We also had a... Jake Hebenheimer and Emerson Keith, who I heard put it even closer, putting it in just so we could a tap an eagle. Yeah, that hole is just under 700 feet. It's like six something, right? Six something, 650, I think, downhill. And there's, you got to get a perfect turnover that where it's peaking, it's still like 20, 40 feet off the ground. So when you're, you're, you're still pushing down, that you're going to be able to get it. Again, there's a few guardian trees about Circle's Edge. Uh, that's heck of a yeah, you 650 need that, shot. Yeah, that full flight. 
I remember last year we, we had, uh, unfortunately, Yuli couldn't come out to this event, but uh, last year Yuli went 600, six, uh, almost 700 feet because he went long of the position oh, last boy. year. Yeah, so there's when there's people who know how to throw in the woods, they'll show you. Yeah, Matteo threw a grace, I want to say. Is that correct? Uh, that was a, a blue orbit grace. It had that tartar sauce on it. The tartar sauce, yeah, that's what he said after yes, he hit it. Yes, it did. He threw, he threw the disc, and he's, as he's walking off, he goes, that one had that tartar sauce. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, you could eat that. Woo, so good. Oh, So that day, the hardest hole in the course played as hole 15 at uh, .16 over par, but there was only actually three holes total that played par or worse on the day. That hole, and then hole 8, which played even, and then hole 10, which had played at .02 over par. So very well for our field overall, I would say, in terms of playing this course as a you know general... No, for um, sure. I think all the holes are, f everything flows well. It's, they're well-crafted. Uh, honestly, everything's doesn't need much changing. That Like, it's just how pros play it and how they choose to perform. Yeah, we're really seeing um, these courses, you know, more and more just get shredded, even though they're very difficult. Very difficult. So, it's fun to watch. It's fun to be here and see. So, moving on to round four. Uh, Ricky Wysocki is going to take down our event, and he's going to be the 2022 GMC champion. Congratulations. Five times. Ricky, congratulations. Freaking sick. So Ricky only shot a three down that round, but conditions yeah. were not ideal on Sunday. And if you didn't see, it was pouring rain most of the round. We had our wind. Um, as far as like the weather goes up there, I mean, I feel like this is the time of season or the time of year where they get you know, rain here and there, but it downpoured for most of that yeah, round. I was pretty scared that uh, it was by hole two and I did not dress properly. I was soaked through my socks that I'm just like, ah, I got to accept this. This is standing down there behind the basket, pretty wet. I mean, I'm going to get those shots, but I can't imagine how it is trying to battle it and get your birdies. Yeah, it was, it was very wet out there. So... We had a three-way tie for second place. Matt Orham, Isaac Robinson, and Chris Dickerson. Uh, Chris Dickerson and Ricky Wysocki were actually tied going into the last hole. Uh, Chris was OB off the tee and then OB again. Rick tapped in for par, I believe, mm -hmm. um, to secure the win. So congratulations once again there to him. But just know Chris Dickerson was up there and fighting for that. Oh, he was you know, fighting for that all the way to the last hole. For the to the last hole, like he was, he was pushing for it. He he showed that he wanted to come back after the last year and still had it. Yeah, he does definitely has the ability at this course. Um, a few more here: uh, Paul McBeth at thirty under par, Gannon Burr at twenty nine under, Greg Barsby uh, shooting eight down and getting to 28 uh and nicholas at uh minus 11 on the round getting him up to 27 under par i feel like he probably knows how to deal with these wet conditions over there in europe it doesn't it doesn't feel probably too far from home yeah uh 1075 on the round um then that was our hot round of the day yeah it was i was definitely very sick can you let's go into some player stats yeah, so TD Green um, for the event was Matt Orham. Uh, no surprise there. He throws it just very well. 
um, controlled shots and his distance is very well with accuracy so no surprise to see him there um, however we had one change in circle two putting um, Alden Harris was gained in circle two as our best and as no surprise here circle one X and putting gained overall was uh, no other than Andrew Marweed and that man has some sick putting um, we I think I feel like if we went back through our notes, we say his name every week in this category. I mean, he he stays consistent. I mean, him and Corey Ellis have some second to none form. I think people should take notes. Take notes, folks. I'm gonna take notes. And uh, let's get over to our FPO side. Um, I think you know the storyline here for FPO is how many tournaments is Kristen gonna win this year? The rest of them. I think it's possible. Maybe, maybe. I mean, this uh, FPO field is far stacked than I've ever seen it before. There's so many women coming, like, each tournament that it is it is exciting. Kristen is on a tear, but... The, That's the, the thing. There's so much competition, but she's still winning these <laughs> things by seven strokes. It is, like, it is impressive. Like, second, third, and fourth place right now are shooting competitive round ratings that won tournaments last year. That yeah, the, to see women shoot over a thousand rated rounds every round in their tournament, that's be- that's better than I do. That's freaking sick. That's these women freaking are coming coming to to set history. And the thing is, we're seeing it way more often. Yeah, no, it's it's. They're I'd really say pushing since each other, they're pushing you know you know what was thought was capable prior, and as you can see, it's. It's here and they're doing it. I mean, no, it's exciting and uh, it's honestly, it's great that it's getting documented and that it's getting out to the folks that people can see it, viewers like you. So, the rate around back in the day for women's golf was basically unheard of. Um, you know, you'd have a couple a year, and Kristen's had, I don't know, five in her last five turn rounds. <laughs> I'd say, I mean, Tournament-wise, there's been a woman having 1,000-rated rounds all year. It's freaking sick. Yeah, it's so awesome to see. Um, so let's get into it right away here. Uh, uh, round one is going to be over at Brewster Ridge, and Henna Blumroos is going to shoot the, the three down, uh, coming out hot with a 10-21. Like we said, over 1,000-rated. Chris and Tar is going to be coming in second through there with a two down. That's a 10-13. At plus one is going to be Vanessa Van Dyken and Missy Gannon. Yeah, uh, two over, uh, uh, nine eighty-three rated round. We have Sarah Hokum and Valerie Monhandu. Uh, three over, nine seventy-five rated. Cat uh, Merch, Natalie Ryan, um, Stacy Roundsley, and rounding out, I think the top ten. It was uh, plus four, uh, Jennifer Allen. Hardest hole in the course, uh, hole four at .78 over par. Um, also, though, 15 was pretty close behind it at uh, .75 over par. Yeah, 15 proving that it's just one of the harder holes for everybody in general. Yeah. Uh, are very. It's easy to see that it is the hardest. I would it say, is the, the hardest hole. Yeah, for um, sure. It's a good hole, but, you know, it's very hard. Uh, the women played earlier as usual earlier in the morning, and you know their weather for the most part was pretty I, similar. I would say to I, the men all week. Yeah, for the most part, they're going to have wet conditions. Uh, I didn't. 
I don't know how much that the rain came affecting later in the week for them. Um, as far as, yeah, conditions coming down, it was the same, but they did have to deal with the dew that's up there in the morning, oh, which the course sure. is very wet for them when they have to come out and play. Mm-hmm. So it's almost kind of like playing in the rain, I'd say. Oh, for sure. And like, you're going to have different conditions where like there's, it's very muddy out there. You can't be running around or getting too unaware of what's going on. You got to stay to your game plan and stay tactful. Yeah. Round two, uh, Kristen Tatar with a six down, 10 30 rated round to jump into first place. That's going to, that's going to push her up real good. Yeah. Right over Henna, who shot three down, which is still a very good round, over 1,000 rated. Um, and behind, um, we have a couple people here, but those two have kind of just set the bar and set the pace now for the rest of the tournament, it almost seems like. Yeah, I mean, the the fact that they're both riding under par and the rest of the women's are, are above. Vanessa's in third, and she's plus one, owned riding at plus two. There's Jennifer Allen, Missy Gannon at plus three. Ella Hansen's at plus four. Valerie and Natalie Ryan at pl- plus six. So the the following field after one and two, all all above par. And but a very tight field there though. No, so still like- very no. Like that's it's like they're all there's like a whole division, and then these these European women they're 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 showing what these they're are, showing up right now. They're, they're showing, showing out, and it's awesome. To it's see. freaking sick to see. Uh, whole eighteen at Fox was playing at point or at one point one over par for them. So just as hard for as them for the men, proven to see. It's cool to see that we have these courses here that are playing like this. I feel like we haven't seen that this year on the tour where the holes are playing very similar for each field. Yeah, the I'd say overall uh, it's a it's an even match, and uh, the whole layouts in general it it sets up for for everyone to be a skillful game. Yeah, such a good property here. It's incredible to be at. Uh, round three for the women. Um, we had a little toss-up at the top, and the women are going to finish tied going into the final day here with uh, Kristen and Hannah. That's honestly, uh, Hannah's coming in there, pushing, proving that she's she wants to fight for it. Uh, it's not over yet. Four-day uh, tournament playoffs. Uh, these points are there's worth more uh, that it's coming up to show. So, yeah, I guess we didn't mention that, but this is the first of the DGTP playoff events. Um, they're worth like 1.5, 1.25 or something compared to the normal Pro Tour points um, going into the end of the year. So, events are harder, one harder to get into, but then two worth more points. So, mm-hmm. um, so getting, getting all these points to stack themselves up, move themselves up the rating is going to be all more beneficial. For anything, tournament sponsors, getting into the, some of these invite-only tournaments, and they're all going to be fighting, and Own showing her showing us what she does. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure it's on the putting green, but she came in with a 10.06 rated round on that third round to get to one under par for the event. So she's she's moving under that under par, and uh, next, under, next after that's going to be fourth, uh, Missy Gannon with a plus one. So... Following that, um, the above par gang is going to be Ella Hansen, Kat Merch, Valerie Mandohano at a plus eight, Evelina at a plus ten, and Jennifer Allen rounding out the top ten at a plus ten. 
Yeah, and so we're at Brewster here. The hardest hole in the day for them during round three was hole four. Um, 0.89 over par. Uh, a... It was a it was a decent. It's it's a tricky it's a tricky one. Honestly, They're all tricky though. Yeah. I feel like so yeah. it's like that that the the difference between I think that they they improved off of the first day um, a little bit. Not really. It was <laughs> I said not really because it wasn't fifteen. I went back to look and it was a point seven eight and it went up to a point. Eight nine. So yeah. honestly, no, they did not improve. It was much harder than the first day. It was very. It was. The conditions got worse as the weekend go went mm-hmm. on. I mean, and really, it just got colder. I would say for the mm-hmm. most part until Sunday when it rained. Mm-hmm. We expected to to see better weather, and honestly, we wanted to see that the leaves were changing every single day. So we wanted to see that vibrance show up on the the course. But it, no, it was. It was very cold. Very cold, foggy, gloomy almost. Uh, and round four was uh, a cold, rainy mess, I would say, for the most part. Uh, there was a couple breaks throughout the day, but um, I think it rained for everybody at some point during their round. Uh, Kristen is going to shoot a four down on the day and come out with another Disc Golf Pro Tour win. Yeah, Hannah couldn't really put it together that last round. Uh, she kind of... Fell off on the putting green, and Kristen saw blood and kept going. Yeah, and she's been in that winner's circle, I think, so many times lately that she just... It comes natural. That She has she has that edge that mm-hmm. people, like, you know, it takes a while to not only build or get. Um, she has that edge that you need to win, and expe- at the, especially at this level. Um, coming down with, you know, say nine holes and it's a two-person race, like... You got to have that ability to just close it out. And we've seen that from Kristen and, you know, the last how many weeks over, Clutch and, mentality. over and over again. Mm-hmm. She believes in herself so much. And it's amazing to see that follow through onto the field. In the post round interview, she, she says that she is currently living her dream. Like she's living the dream that she imagined. And that's just all inspiring. And like you can't just. You, you got to feel good for her. Like, she's she's going after, she's putting in the work, and it shows. Yeah. So, following Kristen Tatar, uh, at a, Kristen finished at a, a 10 down. Henna Blumroos is going to finish second place at a 3 down. Owen Scoggins, third, at a plus 1. Missy Gannon is going to finish at a plus 5. Valerie Mandahano at a plus 6. Evelina at a plus 9. Natalie Ryan at a plus 10, and Deanne Carey at a plus 12. Well done, ladies. Congratulations, ladies. Um, you know, well-deserved um, top 10s there. It's getting harder and harder for um, these women to, you know, compete each and every week with the competition that's out there. So congratulations on your top 10. Uh, hardest hole in the course, uh, hole 18, one over, Whatever. one stroke over par. Yeah, it's freaking it's a tough one. Especially on the last day, women are going to be trying to really push it. They're going to try and like move up those cash lines. They want to yep. fight, change those different positions, and the OB marks, especially off of uh, the drives, are it's narrow. You got to make sure you get your your initial drive. Um, hole one played at point nine over par. Very difficult hole. Played into a headwind that last day, and also a little nervy. You know, first hole for the end of the Pro Tour playoffs, I would say, as well. 
Oh, definitely. So, um, another side note for that last round, there was no birdies on 18, 1, 5, and 12 for the women. So, uh, just I mean, a side note. Yeah, I mean, if 18 and 1 are going to be playing over par, you're not going to be really seeing any birdies. So, gaining strokes when just playing for par sometimes. Can really, uh, strokes really on folks. You. There you go. Um, and we also would like to mention that Steve Dodge is the man, and we're here at his house. We appreciate you allowing us to do our thing here this week. Specifically his garage, straight up killing it for the, the gatekeeper crew. We're holding it down. We are holding it down. We'll be here all week. Come find us. Come say hello. Say hello. Uh, TD Green stats is no surprise with Henna, as, you know, she threw the disc very, very well over the week. Throws, throws the f- very well. So that was exciting to see. He kept it in bounds quite well. Uh, on the putting green, uh, Own was the um, number one from inside circle one. And for the women on the gained putting and circle one X, I believe. Um, was actually, no, sorry. Own was the Circle 1X leader for the event. Kristen Tatar was the gained putting and gained Circle 2 putting. So, not surprised to see them. Um, I would say Owen and Kristen are the two best putters in the female division right now as far as the last few weeks have gone. And it's by a good margin i would say i, feel I mean like, like like we said with uh andrew and Corey, if you're gonna take notes take notes from own like own shows up to putting leagues to take your money um, <laughs> yeah she, she's if there Owen's to have a there, good time but like if owns there like you're donating your money if, yeah if owns there i might just be there getting beers for the night yeah if it's just, at like a brewery and just watching i mean I'll, I'll watch her sink putts for sure i ain't leaving uh i think a good notable mention as well is missy gannon for that mm-hmm. um category for sure uh, those three are definitely i would say in my book the three best putters on tour right now for That's the women certainly impressive so we're gonna go into our wrap up um let's go into my isaac's weekend wowzer oh the wowzer the wowzer and that wowzer is uh, Matteo with that with the one of those eagles on eleven at Brewster Ridge. It was a, a pretty great flip shot. I didn't want to get too too into it earlier because it was an amazing wowzer. Uh, we're gonna pull that up right here and let's watch that together. Oh, we're gonna pull it up here. Um, and here it is. There you go. A sick oh release goodness. right Just, down the middle. Oh, turns so good. So I'm seeing it right there, and it's going over my head. It's over my head another 10 feet. There's people spectating. I don't know what they're doing. The one guy was like, what? What? Literally spectating Jumps on the out green. of the way. Yeah, so here it is coming in again. Right there is when I start to see it over my head, turning. I still see it moving in. Guy doesn't move right away. Bounces, hits the tree, rolls in, circles edge. Man makes the putt. I Man think gets probably, an eagle. Here's, here's the putt. I've probably watched this video. Boom. Bop. I don't know, 10, 15 but times. Bop. And I keep thinking to myself, if it, it would have hit that person, 
that was standing in the middle of the fairway. Oh my! They would have gotten flamed. The internet would have lost blown their stuff. up. Speaking of the internet blown up and the Ricky uh, umbrella save. Ooh, I, what, what do you think? Do you think it would have been in or out? It would have been in regardless. But that's oh, been... it's in regardless. He says he's yeah. He's, he's biased, folks. I'm by. I'm no. You're not biased. No, I'm Ricky's... not biased. I'm just a catch cam. I know. I know what discs do. You yes, I would agree that you of all people know exactly what the discs do. I mean, there's definitely uh, a few times where I mean, I got my first compliment where a person was just like, "You judge that perfectly." I love when I I get to see that disc just sit at my feet, like. There are times where I think three out of the four discs, if they come in front of me and one goes over my head, like that's good perspective for the people to see where it is and what a crusher does on a hole. So I try and set up accordingly to how things work. And honestly, it, it, there's not always time to set up perfectly. But You also got uh, quite the amount of cheers running down a fairway. I mean, on 10, man, 10, like, I wish I had, shout out to my man, Pavo, Pavo, I miss you out there, no one, no one races me like you, yeah, on 10, <laughs> on 10 last year, we, we had a good battle, but this year, yeah, I'm running down there, and people are like, woo, woo, because, you know, we working, we working, it feels good, great, it does, great. All right, so next is the MVP Open at Maple Hill and probably one of the best events of the year, would you say? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dang good. I I mean, it's going to be a great event. I uh, I already got an ace. So that was Yeah, you cool. already got an ace out here. Yeah. I already filmed an ace. Yeah, this it guy filmed. I thought I was going to film his ace first. He got mine. That's crazy. So. Check that out on Instagram. Freaking follow me at Isaac Goldblatt. Yeah, give me some of that love. Yeah, follow my man right here. Uh, We've got some great content out there right now, so I'd go check it out if you haven't been watching it as much, especially on Instagram. There's always highlights. There's always shorts. And if you have any advice on what we should be making, uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you want to see, and we'll let you know what we want you to see. Like these... Like these discs right here. We want you to see these in your hands. We want to see them out in the green, out in the baskets. What is this? Oh, this is... Oh, man. Is that a destroyer? This is a wraith. A wraith? Oh, this I'll would be... go far in your bag. Yeah. So this... I mean... This would look good on your be, wall. This one might be going in my bag, though. That does look like a wall hanger. This one's pretty sick. I'm pretty sure this one glows in the dark. Yeah. These are pretty sick. Oh, white. Is this a Thunderbird? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Oh, and look at that foil on there. The foils ones. these companies are coming out with these days are they're getting better and better all the time. There's some pretty desks. I do really like that green and white one though. Um, so we're gonna put these away because they're for y'all, and um, we hope you enjoy them. So Isaac and I are gonna be doing a draft of our discs that we are gonna be selling for fundraisers. So you can mm-hmm. buy them directly from us, mm-hmm. and we'll have that to you shortly. You should be able to start buying them through us this week. Uh, if you want to go support the team as a whole. You can do that as well on our website, gatekeepermedia.com. Slash shop. That's gatekeepermedia.com slash shop. Once again, thank you to Steve's house. Thank you, the Dodgers. Boda Brothers. Check out Birdie if you can. I don't know about you, but I'm excited for the week ahead. 
I'm freaking stoked for the week ahead. This is another uh, Disc Golf Pro Tour playoff. Four days, all at Maple Hill. We're freaking in its backyard and I'm so excited. All right, folks, that's it for this episode of In the Mix. We'll catch you on the next one. Keep banging them chains. Mm-hmm.